Alright, say stuff, guys. There you go, it's working. Alright. I think I might have poisoned the minds of young kids. Hello everyone, welcome to the Charshot Gamescast, where we poison the minds of young children. Today I have with me Justin. I am poison. And Ben. I can't stop. I can't stop. I don't know what I was referencing. Is, I don't... Is that stop porn? what? What? I can't stop looking at Tifa porn, okay? Oh. Uh, okay. This is a safe space. You can talk to us. Now we have Eric the explicit tag on our podcast. Thank you very much. Yes. Really? Eric we don't good, but I don't they think we do. Oh. Uh-oh. Whatever. We, <laughs> oversight. I mean, I've sworn like a sailor on this podcast, so... That hasn't happened. Right. <laughs> and Ben brings up porn pretty much every week. So. Oh, come on. It's pretty it, much it, his it, sign-off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anime titties and, you know, hey, if, I, if I'm not going to say anything about it, you're probably, so much probably, they follow on Twitter, it's probably going to retweet, retweet something on anime titties. <laughs> so, somebody's going to see it. All right, Justin, you want to start off this week? Sure. Um... So first off, I got this cool. Um, this isn't gaming related, even a, even a little bit, but um, I got this cool little cooler. Uh, it's pink, but I love it. It's fine. Um, this week has been like employee appreciation week at work, so we had like little activities each day, just you know something to kind of like have fun and and you know uh, waste some time, honestly. And uh, Thursday we did like a little gift exchange, like. You know, you don't buy something, you just bring in something from home and exchange it for something else. Um, I got rid of a bunch of old uh, movies that have just been sitting in a cabinet that I forgot to sell or, you know, donate or anything. So that was nice. Um, but my gift was, are you chasing whiskey with, with beer? No, I'm just finishing off my whiskey so I can have a Corona. So then, Yes. I I guess that's what you call it. I'm just drinking another thing. You finished your whiskey and then drank some beer. That's how chasing works. Okay, if you say so. Anyway, um, it's it's somewhat related to this one. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, one of one one of the gifts was brought in. Uh, it was from someone that doesn't work in the office. Uh, like they're in a different building, and um, the it was in this big box, and the box was chirping. Um, like. Like, like little chicken noises or something. Oh. And uh, for extra effect, he had poked holes in the box and wouldn't tell us what it actually was. Uh, so, like, we're trying to get everything set up for the gift exchange and stuff. It was just cheep, 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 from this box with holes in it. It was actually really annoying. Um, and so I was number two. Um, so I was like, okay, you know what? I have to know what's in this box. Like, I know it's not chickens, but I have to know what it is. So I opened it up. And it was a, it was this little cooler. It was kind of like, you know, pocket size, not pocket size, but like very small mini cooler that fits like six cans. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And his phone running a video of baby chicks. <laughs> wow. Very clever, actually. Good, good way to, you know, pull the rug over us. Wow. So, of course, I pull out the cooler and they go, oh, a free phone? Thanks. I pocket it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I had this cool little cooler like right next to me. So I can just keep a few beers in there and grab them out while we're recording. That's Super nice. really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, I got... Cheers. <laughs> I had to get some beer to see how many could fit in it. Um, but anyway, uh, gaming-wise, I've still been doing a bunch of PS1 games. 
Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I came up with a, well, a series of video ideas. I'm actually not sure how many it's going to be yet. I might just turn into Cat Icarus and just become a PS1 channel. Um, (laughs) But I basically made a list of games that I loved as a kid um, and want to see, like, whether they hold up or not. Um, So, you know, my my traditional number, I have 14 games, um, and I've kind of split them up into what I think they will be, but we'll see. Uh, I was going to do, like, an even, like, 7 and 7, but it it won't necessarily turn out that way, I guess, now that I think about it. Um, so I was thinking, like, do a video on the ones that hold up, do a video on the ones that don't, things like that. But it might not be seven and seven, so I got to figure out how I'm going to do that. Um, and then a separate list of games that have been suggested for me to play that I, you know, either missed as a kid or totally forgot about or whatever, like heard good things about that kind of thing. Uh, so I've got fourteen of those also, and I'm going to separate those out by uh, whether they're, you know, good or whether like. I hate the person forever for even suggesting the game to me. Um, so I think that's going to be kind of a fun thing to play with. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it. Um, but I've got them all loaded up on the PlayStation Classic. I just got to actually like do the recordings and, you know, make the script and all that stuff. So I've kind of been running through some of those just like preliminary tests to make sure the games work and like they're even worth covering. So if something's just like garbage, like I, I can't even play it. There's no point in doing it because I, I hate being that guy that just like craps on things, you know, like I want to see the merit in it. It's like, oh, yeah, I can see why someone would like this game, but it's not for me rather than like, why does this game exist? This sucks. Like, you know, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure the games have some kind of merit to them. Um, but because there are a few that I played, I'm like, oof. This was like this was a, a well loved game back in the day. Like Dino Crisis. I don't know yet. I haven't played that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm also trying to make it so it's not just RPGs. So I'm trying to do a, a good variety of things. Um, but what's made it kind of difficult is I'm doing games that haven't been like re released or remade in a better way. Um, there's kind of a few exceptions, like very loose exceptions uh, that I won't talk about. You know why. But it's basically, it's games that have come out again, but aren't better in the re-release. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's keeping me from putting in things like Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, like the obvious choices that everyone played on the PS1, but I didn't because I don't like those series. Um, I did actually consider doing Tomb Raider. I might still. But... Don't. <laughs> don't. Well, because Brooke really liked that one growing up, and so I okay. like I want to kind of like understand what she liked about it. But I think I've got enough other obscure, like more obscure ones that I'd rather yeah. cover instead. Yeah. Uh, the Tomb Raider technically wasn't remade. There was a Tomb Raider anniversary, but that's like kind of a mix of. It's like a reimagining, with, not necessarily yeah. a retell, not like exactly. a remake. So that's one of those gray areas where like I could do it, but I probably won't. Yeah. Um, those are just don't want it. They're just rushed to go back to too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, my I've, god. That's yeah. What I've heard. It's bad. There's a few of these, like, the the games that came out before the analog stick, and, like, they were never, you know, like, you can't really patch those old games. So they never came out with a better control scheme when there was an analog stick. So you just stuck with the bad controls. Two is better. Not by much, but two is better. Well, two is probably what I would have played, because that's the one she played. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think it was, like, kind of a, like, a proof of concept more than anything. Yeah. Um, But I did... Uh, when I got everything set up, I, I, like I said, I was going through a bunch of games, and I played some Chrono Cross, and 
Uh oh. Do you have to is, leave? Is it time? Is it time? I got three groups here. Oh, cool. That's all? You just, yeah, you just set it up. Fine. I don't want to say hi to my mom anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we can get this. Um, <laughs> it's live, <laughs> baby. <laughs> well, true, but, you know, cut it later. Anyway, um, so yeah, I popped in some, uh, some Chrono Cross just to, you know, that was one of the games I wanted to make sure it worked because it's been a long time since I played it. And sometimes those like bigger RPGs can have graphical glitches or like the FMVs don't work right or, you know, something like triggers a, a crash. Um, like I was having some issues with, uh, Xenogears, I think it was. Um, but yeah, so I, I booted that up and before I knew it, like three hours had passed. And I was like, I couldn't stop playing it. So I, like, I didn't get to play anything else that first night that I set it up because I just kind of got lost in Chrono Cross again. That's such a good game. Um, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep playing it. Like the whole point is like to actually go back and replay a bunch of these games, um, like play through them again. But I'm trying to, you know, do these videos first so I can kind of get a taste of a bunch that I won't probably play all the way through and then go deep. And like, I was also playing some Mega Man Legends again. Um, and that's a game I never beat, but I really want to get back into. Because, um, like, I think I rented it when I had a PS1. So, like, I never had the time to really develop to it or devote to it. And then I tried to emulate Mega Man 64, which is the N64 version of Mega Man Legends. The controls on that are awful. Like, worse than they are on PlayStation 1. Because, I mean, that game actually, like, the, graphically, it holds up really well. Like, that art style still works. But the controls don't hold up so well. Um, I'm still enjoying it because, like, there's kind of the, the auto-aim and strafe controls that help. But it's kind of rough. Um, also, some uh, Tony Hawk. Always a classic to jump back into. Um, I got Twisted Metal 1 and 2. And they were both kind of awful. But I remember loving Twisted Metal as a kid. So I had to Google it, and apparently the one I played a bunch of was Twisted Metal 4. I was had that, no idea, like, growing up, that I was playing the fourth game. Was that Twisted Metal Black? No. Twisted Metal Black was on PS2. Okay. Um, 4 was the one that, like, had uh, the, the bedroom level in it. It's, like, the iconic Twisted Metal level. So I always thought it was 2. But, like, the first two games are very, like, arcadey and kind of chunky. Um, like, they weren't running very well. It was, like, probably 10 frames a second at some points. Um, and graphically, they were, like, super muddy and low-poly and stuff. Like, yep. 4 adds in some, some more color variety, um, smooths everything out a little bit. I mean, there's still, like, none of them played the best, but uh, 4 is much better than the others. Black uh, is the only good one, honestly. No, you're wrong. No, I'm I'm right. <laughs> Black is good. Like, it definitely controls better, but it's also, like, it's very brown. Like, Twisted Metal Black is extremely brown. It is, uh, but it's the best playing one out of all of them. Yeah, but it's not visually interesting. You're not going to enjoy it. Just saying. Um, aside from those, I played a buttload more uh, Cadence of Hyrule. I'm actually at the end of it. Um, what I really want to talk about, though, is last weekend... I got to do some of the co-op in it with my brother. And that mode is super fun. Like, it's the same game, but you have two people on screen. 
Um, so which is, can be kind of tricky sometimes if you're not paying attention because they're moving around with you. So it's like, they just kind of look like another enemy on screen. Um, and like I mentioned before, I was playing where you don't have to match the rhythm where like basically the enemies move as you move. Um, so with that mode, when either of you move, the enemies move. And so it kept throwing me off because like he was going around, you know, hitting all the enemies and they were running into me because I wasn't moving as fast as he was. Um, so I ended up turning the rhythm back on while we were playing together to make sure that, you know, it wasn't tripping me up when enemies were moving when I wasn't. Um, but when I went back to single player, I turned it back off because I don't like that way. Uh, but yeah, like we played for a long time together. It was actually really fun because in that, in that way, like if one of you dies, um, you can just respawn them at the, at the next, uh, Sheikah Stone. Um, and you only get a game over if both of you die. So it's kind of a cheat mode, really. But it's just really handy because, like, it doesn't actually make anything more difficult. You just have some help. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I kind of wish we could do more of that, but it's only local. Um, and I don't see him that often. So we'll probably both have it beat before then. But, uh, yeah, that game's still really good. And, like, the final area kind of surprised me because I thought I, like, had, I thought it was at the end. Like, I was at the, you know, the boss of the game. Um, but after that, like, without spoilers, like, a really cool thing happens, and you basically have another section of the game that feels a lot more like the traditional Crypt of the Necrodancer, where it's just, like, floors and floors of a dungeon. Just, uh, because the actual dungeons, dungeons in the game are pretty short. Um, they're procedurally generated, so it's not random, but, like, it's kind of a set series of rooms. Um, and it's, like, maybe... There's kind of a main hub area, and you go down stairs into one, like, procedurally generated area that's, like, one or two floors, and then kind of a, a room with a chest that gets you some kind of item, and then you kind of go back up into the hub area, go back down another set of stairs to another <clears throat> one or two floors, and then the boss key room, and then the boss. Like, that's it, really. Um, but there's obviously also the overworld that's the main section. And then this end section, I think I got down like four floors before I died. And they were a lot, they were big floors. Uh, so there's actually a surprising amount of like end game content in there after you beat the four dungeons. It's still a pretty short game. Um, but I got really mad because I was doing a run that basically was from since I quit playing with my brother. Um, and I played through like finished up the entire Hyrule map. Um, got all of the upgrade, like all of the items and all of the upgraded versions of the items, um, all of the heart pieces, um, beat a dungeon, beat the final, or beat that, you know, what I thought was the final boss, and then got, like I said, like about four, dun four, uh, levels down in that final dungeon before I just like wasn't paying attention and got overwhelmed by enemies and killed. It had probably been like maybe four, five hours of a solid run without deaths. I had like 2,000 rupees built up, like 15, uh, keys. Like the only things you really lose are your, uh, your like timed upgrades, like your boots and things like that that are just, you know, buffs. And then your, uh, your money and your keys. And I had so much stuff. And uh, so like when you, when you run out of hearts, if you have a potion, your potions auto refill, basically like fairies. But potions cost money. So I ended up using all my potions, still died, and now I have to go farm money so I can get enough potions to do the game again. 
It's frustrating. So I had to quit then. I was like, nope, this run went too long. I'm done. Um, but yeah, I love that game. It's definitely going to be on, going to be on my game of the year list this year. Uh, for an indie game, it's extremely polished and very well done. Um, that's mostly it. Uh, the, the Harry Potter mobile game that I've been talking about, uh, dropped yesterday. I got to play around with it a little bit, but this week's actually been pretty busy, uh, because of all the employee appreciation stuff that I was kind of spearheading. Um, so I didn't really get to run around outside too much, plus it was raining all week. Uh, but I will say it's a very steep learning curve, like, especially if you're used to Pokemon Go, it's very simple and obvious. Um, this is like, you open it up and there's like 15 opening screens and then it goes into the game and starts like doing like tutorial dialogue boxes with like Harry Potter and all them, like explaining what each screen does and like the things you're supposed to do with them and uh, like the first time you load up like a you know a thing to capture, it's like three or four dialogue boxes of like here's what you have to do here. Well, well, you have to cast a spell, and then you catch it, and it's another few dialogue boxes of like, and when you catch it, this happens, and then like, you know, it goes to a screen of what you've collected, and it's like these things are for this purpose, and it's like, everything is explained all up front. So the first like three or four times you go into any screen. It has something to explain to you. Um, so finally today, like I jumped in for a little bit just as I was walking around, um, and it stopped explaining everything to me. But like, you know, in a game that's built to be like just played while you're walking around, like on an AR map, it's a lot of reading. <laughs> so that was kind of turning me off at first. Um, but there is a lot of depth to it and I want to give it more tries, especially since Pokemon Go has kind of burnt me lately. But I will say that, like, the whole collection idea is not as well done. Because, um, like, in Pokemon Go, it's very simple. Like, you see a Pokemon pop up on screen. And if it's one you want, you tap on it, you catch it, you move on. If it's not one you want, you keep walking. You know what it is. Um, with this, it's like there's different uh, types of uh, what are called foundables that you can capture. And so, like, you know, one might be, like, a hippogriff that you have to... Uh, stop the thing attacking it and capture the hippogriff. And so it'll go back to like, uh, Newt Scamander's briefcase or whatever. Or you might catch like a snitch and it'll go to like the, the Quidditch grounds. And you shank oh. them, right? You shank the snitch? Snitches get stitches? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm glad yeah. one of us did it. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I thought you said shake at first. That's why I was confused. Anyway. Um, or you might like, you know, save a, a well-known character and they'll go back to Hogwarts. And so like, basically instead of like Pokemon that are all just like in a box, you're collecting kind of the images of different things or people that you're saving. Um, so when you see the things on the map, it's just like, it's a symbol that indicates like what area it belongs to. So like, if it's a beast, it'll have like a paw print on it. If it's a character, it'll have, like, the, the nine and three quarters, like, Hogwarts symbol on it. Things like that. So you don't actually know what it is until you tap on it and go to the capture screen. Um, and some of these things, like, you have to capture them multiple times before you get the image of them. Other things you only have to capture once. So it's, like, it's a loading screen to get into the capture. And then if it's something you don't care about, you're already there. <laughs> like, so it's just, it's kind of weird. It, the way that works, but I get, you know, there's actually a pretty cool animation, like a 3D kind of like 
it's it's really nice graphics basically um and that's that would not be easy to render on the overworld map um because it's a little more involved than just like a pokemon on screen um but i don't like it either like i don't like that you don't know what you're capturing until you tap on it um because it's less immersive but yeah there's a lot to it there's a lot of items and things like that that i don't know what any of them do yet but it's neat I want to I want to keep giving it a try. It is really fun because you like make your your wizard ID badge, um, and like actually, I keep forgetting to do this. You can take a picture of yourself and like put like different accessories on it from like Snapchat. Uh, you can like put you know a wizard's hat on and like a scarf and glasses and different things, kind of like doll yourself up like a wizard. Um, you know, you give yourself a wizard name. You pick your house. Uh, you pick like what your wand looks like. All kinds of cool stuff there. Um, and you can change your appearance at any time, that kind of thing. I thought the wands choose the 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 witch or wizard, though. Well, that's not how it works. In this. Okay. It, it the houses are supposed to be like something else supposed to choose the house. Yeah, you should true. you should take a personality quiz. That's how they you get it. Probably. <laughs> like, questions, and then your house is picked for you. Yeah. Yo, bitch ass, look Slytherin, you evil motherfucker! But you know, <laughs> like, no, that's not right, and they game the system anyway. So you might yeah. have to pick what they want. Um, a unique system because it's not like you just pick whatever you want. It's like for the houses, it kind of gives a description of the kind of person that's in each house, and then you pick the one that best describes you. So it's still like you're deciding, but theoretically, you would decide based on what's actually accurate to you. Like I've always associated myself with Gryffindor, but as far as like what they showed for each house, Ravenclaw fit me best, so I picked that one. Um, I probably would be Ravenclaw, honestly, but nobody gives a shit about Ravenclaw, sadly, in the books. I know, that's why I don't care. But it, I mean, it, it pretty much fit to a T, so, you know. And with the wands, like, you choose, uh, the, like, the material the wand's made out of, and so you can go through and, like, see a, a description of each, there's a bunch of different kinds of wood and stuff. And you can see kind of, like, what each one means. So it's like, you know, this, uh, this kind of wood is best for, like, a, a creative dreamer. It's not the most powerful, but it's got a, di- you know, a diverse spell list, um, that's, that's adaptable to any magician type thing. Or it's like, there's like the U wand, or the Elder Wand, I mean. That's like, you know, the one from the movies. Yeah. Like you pick Elder Wand as your, your wood, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's a, a very, you know, a very volatile, uh, material that only is, is suited for the most powerful of wizards. So it's that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, you can yeah. do whatever you want. But, uh, and then there's three kinds of cores and it explains what those are. And then there's like the, uh, the length you can choose, um, and a few things like that. And it like generates kind of a model of your wand after you've made your selections. Um, so it's not like you're just haphazardly picking, but it's also not forcing you in any way. But that was my favorite part, honestly. It was like, you know, in Pokemon, it feels very impersonal. Like the Pokemon are the thing that you're attached to. But this feels more like it's you doing it, like you're part of the process, um, yeah. and the actual gameplay is just kind of secondary. But also, it's like I said, it's been out a day. So remember <laughs> where Pokemon Go was when it was out for a day? <laughs> There's a lot of room for this thing to improve. It's in a much better state than Pokemon Go was day one, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, like, the, the way you, like, do the, uh, the wands, like the uh, spells and stuff, is not very fun. It's like drawing the, the shape of the spell on screen and then watching the animation happen. That's pretty much it. I wish it was a little more actively involved. Like maybe you have to like, you know, maneuver the wand, like to capture, like kind of do a, do motions, like, you know, fishing almost 
You should have to speak into your phone's speaker and say the spell. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. They're already trying to put a bigger focus on the AR stuff, which I turn off immediately because it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, Don't look at me. I like Harry Potter. Right. Uh, Even though it's super popular, millions of people are reading it. Yeah, if anyone, if anyone out there is also playing it, um, my... My... Uh, Potter ID or whatever, wizard ID, I don't know what it's called. It's on Twitter, so check that out. Join him or you will join him, or you will go to Ask About Prison. I honestly don't know what friends are for yet, but that's true in real life too. So. What are friends for? What else the great question of our time. <laughs> in this yeah, epic, I, 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 I know that was a lot, but I'll, I'll end with I think that's it. Alright, Ben, what have you been up to? I beat Castlevania Bloodlines, and it's my new favorite classic, Castlevania. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, Rondo Blood, it's still a very good game. Um, I, I don't, I don't think it's just because it's on the Genesis and has those twang noises, but I think overall aesthetically, because this came out before after Super Castlevania Four, which has better controls, and it came before Rondo Blood, and Rondo Blood to me has the better overall presentation. Um, uh, Bloodlines has just cool, unique set pieces, two playable characters, a bitchin' soundtrack. Like, I understand it's on the Genesis and people get, like, turned off on that immediately, but, like, there's some really good tracks on there that take full advantage of what makes the Genesis sound chip unique. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, and the, like I said, there's a, a, like, graphically, you know, it had a lot to live up to the Super Castlevania 4, which at that time came out four years before, and, you know, and how cool Dracula's Castle looked. But this time, you're traveling across Europe to fight this woman who's trying to fight Resurrect Dracula. And, um, you know, you go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and you're on, like, ancient, like, walkways. It's, it's super cool. Like, it's some of the more unique stages in Castlevania where you're not just going through Dracula's Castle and hoping you don't hit a Medusa head. Um... You know, it's super dope. Only Rondo of Blood has the same sort of aesthetic, but even then, eventually, you get to Dracula's Castle. Even Dracula's Castle, um, or whatever, it's not Dracula's Castle, but it's called something that. It's super unique. Uh, I'm supposed to be unique in the series, so. Um, I have, there's a, I haven't done the other playthrough with John LeCard, who has a spear. I did it with the Belmont character, who's from Texas, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> nice. And he's pretty fun. Um, I saved Scum a lot because I don't have time to keep dying. Because you're that. bad? Yeah, because I'm bad and I want to beat the game and fuck it. Whatever, you give me the option. Well, I, I, I totally get it. Don't worry. Yeah. And, you know, um, Dracula isn't as hard. Uh, for sure, this is possibly the easiest Dracula I've ever faced. Um, even his final form wasn't that bad. It's just, you know, dodging you when you need to. Uh, one thing I hate, though, is that it does the old school thing where you get, like, an ending and thus Dracula's castle fell. The end. Try expert mode. Fuck no. Yep. Just, look, just look at the X. Just look up, it's like a little bit of text. You don't even get much. You just get a little bit of text. It's not worth expert mode. If you want the uh, real ending, play expert mode. Yeah, I hate that. Ghosts and Goblins is the worst of that shit. You have to beat the game twice just to get the actual ending. Uh, not even a true ending, just the actual fucking ending. And uh, that's yeah, like, it's exactly the same each time you play? Yeah, pretty much. Same gameplay. Yeah. You just have to do it twice. Because we got to get money out of you. Uh, or get you can go in near and do something different with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you have $20, oh, here's a cool thing I got to mention. Um, it's cause it's not nearly newsy, but it's, it's, it's significant. Uh, they patched this game, this, this collection actually. So now when I, when I 
talked about a couple weeks ago when I talked about beating first Castlevania, I kind of hated how the button was flat, was mapped, and it just threw me off, and I had to adjust to it. Well, now they patched it to where you the you can butt you can butt Matt in this game. So my jump was B. I can change my jump to B, and my whip attack is Y. And now I'll try out Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse or whatever it's called. Um, and maybe and also you can actually play the Japanese versions of these games now. Uh, you scroll to the bottom of the of the select screen and hit JP version, and there you go. Uh, I think there's some differences. The only one I know about is that Castlevania 3 for the NES is, is not significantly easier, but it's easier than its U.S. counterpart. So if I play uh, Castlevania 3, it'll be the Japanese version. Uh, so there's that. So yeah, if you have 20 bucks or what do I wait on? I say get it. Um, again, I'm still salty about Rondo Blood not being on there and, and Kid Dracula being on there because it, it's classic Castlevania. Like It's the only one missing. Uh, but overall, still a good time. Uh, go play it. And, uh, the other game, I, I went back to Yakuza this week, much to Thomas's delight. And, um, I'm at a point where I don't know where I am with this game right now. Because... <laughs> That's what happens when you don't play a game for, like, a year. Not a year. It was, I played it, like, a couple months ago. Okay. Um, I just... So, like, I like where it's going and the whole real estate stuff and Kiryu is, like, the, is, like, human... He's like male perfection because he's just such a big idiot, but he has a big heart and will kick your ass if you want. Um, he's Japanese Superman. That's what he is. Um, <laughs> just a little bit more violent. Um, but, and this is the part where I'm kind of iffy and calling blasphemous. But the second, like, an introduced where you have to be a real estate mogul, and I'm like, why? And so basically, you have to buy businesses. Because now you're working for this guy called Tachibana who is trying to buy this lot for story reasons and the Yakuza one. It's all, it's a whole story thing. It's a way to get you money so you can get upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. It's a way to get you money, but I like, and, and, and so basically you, you hire people you've done for circus. It, it just seems like I don't want to do that. You don't have to I, do it. It's to get money. Like you have to because like the next for, to progress your character. In terms of the skills, it's like 30 million yen. And you're not going to get that by fighting constant dudes unless you do it for hours. Like yeah, just, just don't do it. I don't, I feel like it's, of course, I'm going to give it a shot. Other than knowing that it doesn't, I, just, I looked this up on Googling it. It's not super obvious what businesses are available to buy. No, it's not. Uh, and, and you ha I, I, anybody who plays Yakuza Zero, I noticed nobody taught, nobody brought this up for talking about Yakuza Zero. And I kind of hate y'all for that. Um, what the businesses? Yeah, the, this whole thing, this whole real estate shit. You know, I probably would have like held off a little bit. I'm like, I don't know about that. Um, I, I liked I, it because I like grinding in games. Like, I don't, that's my I don't thing. Wanna, I just want to beat up. Also, Thomas, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but like all of a sudden, once I hit that chapter, the the fucking AI turned on for the fucking thugs. Like I'm just getting my ass kicked now. Really? Like, I, yeah, like I'm getting like. I tried to do punches. Another asshole comes in. Before I was like dominating these dudes, like they were nothing. And it's like, what, what happened? What style are you using? Uh, I, I switch between all three of them. Mm. Normally, I have to switch between to the brawler one because like that allows me to like chuck them down. But, like I don't know what the fuck. Like I just I try to do a combo or try to do startup, and they just keep wailing on me. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, I had I had no problem. I don't know. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I'm not saying this game is bad or anything because like it still feels satisfying when you do like a side quest story. Like here, here's a here's a spoiler one. Um, once you get to to do start the real estate um thing, you Kiryu notices that the radio's on. He changes the station to this to this, this DJ, and this DJ loves to um loves to read out postcards. And like Kiryu's just like, I want to do that, and he has the biggest like like childlike wonder with it. He's like, oh, he's get such red. a doofus. Yeah, he's just and he get and like you, you like you get something if you get red three times. It's it's super adorable. Um but uh I find and I thought I did this mini game. I guess I was wrong. But I did the phone call mini game. <laughs> Where, so there's a there's a there's a business in 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 uh Kamurocho. Where you basically get to talk to girls on the phone and it's oh like, yeah 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 it's not phone sex but it's like you can leave there it is it is yeah it's basically phone sex so like it, it's it's super funny so basically you're like you have to, it's like a shooter where like you have to dial you have to roll the left or right analog stick and you have to like you're trying to get to say the right thing and not be a creep and the words are constantly switching out like. And you don't want to offend, and you can easily offend just because you're distracted by the hot Japanese woman. It's like the imagery in your head. And uh, if you say the wrong thing, they're going to hang up on you. And what's super cool about it is, like, every time you get a button prompt to answer the phone, and Akiryu just goes into this super anime-ass pose and grabs it all dynamically, and there's, like, it's super dorky. But it works. But I did manage... One uh, phone call with a woman, and she did like sounded super hot, and she had short hair, and you know I'll be wearing. And so like you actually meet this woman, and she's like all right looking. She's not ugly, but like Kiryu's like, ugh, this is not what I imagined at all. <laughs> like, God damn. Um, so like I'm gonna still play it. It's just like, um, I don't really play games on my PC a lot anymore because Switch is kind of taking over my life, and I like playing you know either portably or on my bed. Or docked, so like I'm. I have to make an effort to play Yakuza, but I'm gonna make it an effort. And 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 again, if you're gonna do the business model stuff, which I'm going to, because I feel like that's an easy way to get money. Um, uh, use a guide because there's it'll tell you what business is available, but not all of them are listed on there, and you have to go up to them, and sometimes it's not there. It's, it's really weird. So just use a guide. Yeah, they're, they're I guide. feel like that's a lost in translation thing because all the signs on the streets are in Japanese. So I figured, yeah, but, like, it'd be easier if you can read Japanese. You would just be able to read the businesses that you can buy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, some of the businesses are, any, like, they, it's weird because they should have at least, if they weren't going to do that for aesthetic reasons, because you're not going to just have a random English sign there. Yeah. For aesthetic reasons, they could have at least marked it on the map. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. like, these are the businesses you can buy. And you can go up to them like, okay, this is 10 million yen. I want to invest. Or this is X million yen. So, but it's fun. Also, uh, Miracle Johnson, 48 million for your service? <laughs> Fuck no, you're, no. Uh, I'm not, not paying you that much. But you'll you'll pay him that much if you hit the uh, the end uh, okay. game of it. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I, I, I'm not saying, again, not saying it's bad. It's just like I was taken aback. I'm like, oh, this is busy. Because it felt like busy shit. It felt like open world busy shit that didn't like I'm like Man. Yeah, it's a grind, yeah, it's a total grind. Fuck. It's stupid. I hate it. I didn't even do this shit when I played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And you need to do that any oh I love that stuff in like Brotherhood in two and stuff. I, I did it, that. but like I, I I think if I played this game like maybe like six, seven years ago, I'd be like, Okay, yeah, let's do it. 
when I had time on my hands, now I just, yeah. I don't, can I just, can I just do fun, stupid, quirky side quests and, yeah, you know, that's the thing that you can totally skip out on. You'll just miss out on the higher tier upgrades. That's all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I feel like the game's gonna. I feel part me personally. I feel like the game's gonna punish me if I well, don't. Well, do even that uh, and guess what? You're also gonna be locked out of the fourth uh, move set. For Wait, Kingdom. how? Because if you don't do, if you don't complete it, uh, you don't get the fourth like move set. See, that's bullshit. Like the Dragon of Dojima, well, you don't get any of those skills. Like, like, let me ask you this. You've beaten the game, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, so, like, is it, like, am I going to get my ass severely handed to me if I don't have those? I imagine I will, because this is how the game works. I ground, I, I grinded for it. So, yeah, like, is... I I was, like, really, I found it really easy. Okay. So, it because probably, it, it, it probably I mean, won't... You don't do anything. That's the thing. You just have to remember to go back to that building. Are you, and... um... Are you buying, like, a lot of health potions and stuff? Before? Not... I was for a little bit, but, yeah. like, now when, then when the boys started kicking my ass, then I started buying it. Yeah, always always be stocked up on health potions. Like, have your entire inventory full of them. That's what I did. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what, I, that's what I've been doing. Because they don't cost much. Um, no. You can buy a ton of them. Like, so, super easy. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'll, I'll probably keep playing it. It's just like I I really don't play it on my days off, so it's only twice a week, and it's if I'm in the mood. Uh, but outside of that, besides more Yakuza, um, I actually started Azure Striker Gun Vault too uh, for the Switch, and because uh, nice. I wasn't I wasn't really the biggest fan of one. I beat it on the 3DS, and I tried being on the on the Switch. I'm just like I don't I beat you already. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> go through the extra effort of beating getting the true ending, getting the true ending, which is so I didn't say how what you have to do to get it, um, and what the game expects you to do. So I started the second one, and you get two playable characters now. You get the you get Gunvolt, who is, plays as he does normally in the first game, uh, but the other new character you get is Copen, who was introduced in the first game. He's basically your zero, and I tried him first because I figured, well, okay, that's a different gameplay style, and he's completely different from uh, from uh, Gunvolt. He actually has to he actually dashes in. You can actually like dash into enemies. That's like that's how you do your. Um, disfield charge or whatever it's called, and it's pretty cool. Like and he can like zip through levels, like air dashing and dashing. Um, and it 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 and it works similar. If you press double down, you can recharge. You can recharge that. You can do fast. You could do um air dash up air dashes where you can uh, like so instead of like just wall jumping, you can go a little bit faster that way. Um, and the story, I don't really care about the story. I just I don't give a shit because my god, it's so. The intro is just so boring, exposition heavy, and it's in Japanese, which isn't a bad thing for me. But like, it's just like I don't, I don't care. I didn't care. Uh, but the only thing that really griped my nerves about it was, so in the first game, you had these things called missions, uh, where if you did, uh, if you if you played a stage, you selected up to three, you would get rewards. Those are back, but you don't have to select them initially. You don't have to select them. So oh, okay. But at least from what I'm seeing, they only stack up to three because I've so like some of them are like finish with a uh, finish to stage with a B rank, rank of B or higher or finish with a rank A or higher. I've gotten rank A, but I've only been rewarded for the rank B one, but not the rank A one, which doesn't I don't like why wasn't I rewarded for both? It doesn't stack for some reason or at least let me choose, you know, um, and but like like. Outside of that, like Copen's gameplay is, is super legit. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I haven't gotten. I've only beaten one boss with him. 
Uh, and I, I struggled with it because at first it seems like all you can do is this pistol move. And like he can actually destroy enemies with this pistol, unlike Goval who can just tag. And it took it takes super long to destroy that. So you're intended to dash into people. And I think I might have just been falling asleep during the exposition part where they explained his dash mechanic. And once I figured that out, I'm like, oh my god, this is super badass. Let's go. Um, you can't tag like you can't tag multiple people though. So like Gunvolt can tag up to three people, three enemies at once. Uh, Copen can only tag one, but it drains his health pretty quickly, so it's not too bad. Um, the soundtrack is still kick gas. The sprite work is still awesome. NT Works is you know obviously one of the better developers when it comes to those classic retro style games. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna play it more because you and it's, it's also shorter. So in the last game, Gunvolt, you have eight bosses. This would per character you have four, and it's not the same bosses like Gunvolt gets two, two two bosses exclusive to him. Excuse me, Gunvolt gets two bosses exclusive to him, and Copen gets two bosses exclusive. To him. So it's shorter, but probably between both campaigns, it's the same. And also you can switch in and out at the same time. You just have to quit to the main menu, and um, just once you click your save file, it'll ask you which one you want to choose, and doesn't use progress. So it, it it's it seems fun so far. I think uh, there's a lot of part I like about it over the first one. Um, Wasn't there a, like a collection of the all the 3DS games on the Switch? Yeah, that's the one I'm playing off of. Oh, the, okay. the, the, the I, th- I thought you were saying like you were just playing two, like you owned two on its own. No, 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 no. I, I bought the, I bought this back during Christmas. And it was like twenty bucks. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I was I was waiting on a sale on that, and I hadn't seen anything about it. But I'll look again. Yeah, I, the, the, I bought this a while ago. I just never got to it. But yeah. Um, I think that's about it, because Final Fantasy VII, I, I just got to the Midgar Zalem, so didn't really progress that much, and I tried to fight him, like, well, I, I expected that. <laughs> uh, um, I'm back to Street Fighter this week. I haven't talked about that in a while. Um, and I'm rusty as fuck, because I haven't played that game since February, uh, since that first time I had, and it shows. But I had fun. I actually had uh, played somebody with another Discord. I'm on the Super Catch Fighters Discord. And he played one of he, I mean, him and I played, and we had a really good set. Like, it, it gave me that rush again when I used to play Street Fighter. And I, I thought to myself, why am I playing this game? There's too much other stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I almost forgot. Uh, this is the last thing. Uh, Mortal Kombat, because Shang Tsung came out this week. Oh, um, you asked that. Yeah, I forgot, because I only played it for one day. Uh, Shang is all right. Uh, probably not gonna make him. Uh, I've never really been a Shang Tsung person, but, you know, uh, I will say the movie costume, while it's cool, I don't want to use it because it doesn't fit aesthetically with the rest of the game. Because, like, everybody has, like, these cool, unique-looking costumes or military outfits. His, like, kind of biker-esque look, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. It's cool. It's not, it's not bad as anything. It just doesn't fit me. So, I like the more, the younger version with, like, he's, like, wearing, like, he looks like a costume. He's wearing a costume, you know. Um, it is a little bit weird when you because it's it's Terutagawa, uh, you know. So when he's getting like his head chopped off or like his, you know, things happen, I'm like, oh god, this is a real person. This this is kind of brutal. Um, I hate that I can't. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting emotional here because it's kind of heartbreaking. I hate that I can't have all the ninja moves in one variation. Um, that's annoying. Really? Yeah. Because so none of the ninja moves are part of his core set. Uh, oh. So I don't know if we talked about this in Mortal Kombat, but basically you can customize your variation or create a new one. Every character has a core set, which they, they are always going to have these moves 
unless you customize it and it then moves replaced or another. Um, and with the none of the ninja moves are part of that core set, so you have to you use only up to three. Um, so I you can't have rain super kick, reptile slide, smokes counter, and armax lift all at once. I think that's all of them. Um, Say smoke. Yes, it's smoke. Yeah, I think this is four. So you have to choose, and some of them can have better combos. And you know, the, to me, like that's the only reason I will outplay this version of Shang Tsung is because of the ninjas. Like in you know doing, uh, I already found like a small little base this bitch combo with uh, Armax uh, lip uh, lift slam. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah, this looks like a missed opportunity to not have just like a variation that's all of that stuff. Like instead yeah. of transforming, he just has those moves. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it bothers me. It bothers me that like his second variation, like the tournament preset one, is not the ninja one. Um, but so I created my own and called it Ninja Magic because that's sorry. Uh, but then I then then I tried. I'm like, oh wait, I have to unlock all this shit. Oh, oh. and I didn't want to do that. Not right now. So Shang's all right. Um, the ninjas are cool. Um, but nothing else to report on. That's it for me. Cool. Um, so yeah, over here, Thomas Land. Uh, I just been grinding in the Crucible for Destiny Two. <laughs> uh, finally got my Recluse. Uh, it's absolutely worth it to get the Recluse. It's such a beast in game. That's an ironic name for that for that game because you have to be a Recluse to get it. Oh, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, it's not ironic. <laughs> uh, yeah, the game, uh, the gun is absolutely beast in PVE and PvP. Uh, it's got basically a super buff version of some other perks that already exist, where it gives you more damage and faster reload for killing enemies, and it doesn't even stick to that gun. You can go to, like if you use another gun and kill an enemy, it buffs that gun when you go back to it. It's, it's nuts. Um, right now the Iron Banner is on, so I've been grinding for some Iron Banner stuff. Uh, like, uh, new armor and stuff. Uh, Iron Banner is pretty cool. It's basically like a capture the point. You want to have three, uh, two different points. If you capture the third one, it locks out everyone else, and you get three points for each kill. Uh, so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've been destroying in Crucible lately. And, uh, a PSA, if you have the Lord of Wolves, use that. Cause apparently they're not gonna, they're not gonna, uh, nerf that gun for a while. And it's been destroying in Crucible. Uh, even supers, like, it just melts people that are in supers. It's ridiculous. So, that's my little tip for you guys out there that are playing that game. But then uh, everyone's gonna use it, and it's not gonna be effective anymore. It's gonna be the golden gun in Goldeneye. Yeah, it's just gonna be the gun that everyone uses. And it's, yeah. al it's already kinda like that. Uh, yeah. So I've been basically using that and then Ostringer as my primary, which is just a hand cannon. It's a really good hand cannon. From the menagerie, um, so that's basically going to be my week. Is just uh, Iron Banner stuff. Me and Justin played some Borderlands over the weekend. Yeah. I I think we're finally getting like our loadouts right. Like my In guns, or at least my guns, anyways. My guns feel pretty good now. Where we are, it's getting there. Like the, my problem was I was relying too much on one gun, and yeah. so like I had four unlocked, but I wasn't using them, so I didn't like them. So, but I was like, you know, I felt obligated to have like a, a rocket launcher, a sniper, like that kind of thing. But 
I kind of just use pistols, so I might as well just have multiple different elemental pistols. Like, one that has a scope, one that's, you know, faster fire rate, like, still some variety, but just stick to pistols. Yeah. I mostly have a, a submachine gun that I use as my primary, and then if I'm down, I, I switch to a rocket launcher just so I can blast, like, a mm. some nobody and get mm. revived back. And then, you know, sniper for long range and shotgun. That's basically what I've been using. Yeah. Um... We're trying to power through to the end. So, there's like, so many side quests. It's a, not worth it. There's a billion side quests. Um, we'll never beat this whole series if we focus on the side quests. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to try and just mainline through it. I thought about streaming it, but, like, the day that we were playing, I was, like, I was too lazy to stream. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. I like low energy, too. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's basically been it. Most of my week has been just Destiny and then reading books and watching <laughs> movies. I mean, that's it... a lot of like random little things. It's just like I just want something up while I'm watching things. Yeah. So it seems like I played a lot, but it's like little spurts of things during a show. Mm-hmm. I've been doing the thing where I just like have my laptop up and I'm just falling asleep while watching The Matrix or Face Off or something. <laughs> yeah, bad movies. Like you're... Oh, great. What are you talking about? No, I'm saying, like, you have to... You need to put a bad movie on so you can fall asleep. I get that. Those are great movies. Then why'd you fall asleep? Because it's the thing I do before bed. Instead of watching porn before bed, I watch movies now. I'm just saying, I've never fallen asleep... That's not true. I was going to say I've never fallen asleep during a good movie. But I fall asleep doing every movie now because I'm 30. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's what happens when you get old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every night we watch a movie. Like, you know, we're trying to go through all the Harry Potter movies. Brooke will go over, she's like, are you asleep? I'm like, no. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, so let's move on into some news. Uh, I'm going to throw this in here real quick for some Destiny news. There was an article that came out. From Bungie, telling everyone to just dismantle all of their uh, Eververse cosmetics, because you'll be able to repurchase it uh, after September 17th with just Glimmer and Legendary Shards instead of Dust. So if you want to have all your, like as much Dust as possible, shard all that stuff, and then you can just reacquire what you want with a cheaper currency. Because they're retooling the way Eververse works. Um, yeah, they're going to make it more friendly so that you can get uh, dust and stuff from uh, bounties instead of having to buy uh, loop, basically loot boxes and then sharding stuff from that mm-hmm. or just earning them throughout the game. How are they going to monetize Destiny 2 when it goes free to play? There's just Eververse, what's their monetization thing? It's still going to be there, but it's going to be more of like uh, you, you can probably still buy loot boxes and probably just buy the stuff that you want for silver. Like, have both options. Okay. Because that's what it is right now. But they're just telling people to do this so you get as much dust as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because I assumed they were going to, like, go heavier on the, you know, the pay elements when it goes free to play. It sounds like they're simplifying it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a good change. Also, they're going to have it so that the Eververse, um, like, armor... Uh, they've already made it so that it wouldn't have good perks, like, most of the time, if you buy it. Because uh, they didn't want pay to win. 
And now they're just going to have it be a cosmetic uh, item that you can just apply to your armor, uh, like an ornament, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Less pay-to-win crap. See, it seems like since they split from Activision, they've been a, been a bit more friendly. Hmm. It's almost like Activision was ruining them. <laughs> that. Right. That doesn't sound like Activision at all. Speaking of giant companies ruining things, uh, EA calls its loot boxes surprise mechanics and that they're used ethically. So a senior executive at Electronics Art told United Kingdom's Parliament that the company refers to call loot boxes surprise mechanics and argue that their use in EA games is quite ethical and quite fun and enjoyable to people. People love it. Don't you love it? As they hold a gun to your back. <laughs> I think somebody said it best on Twitter. It's like, that sounds like a Simpsons thing. You hear from the Simpsons. It's like Troy McClure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, can... <laughs> I guarantee I could Google EA loot boxes and find half a dozen quotes where they called them loot boxes. They don't call them surprise mechanics. That right. stupid. They're just making some, this stuff uh, up. Yeah. yeah, some PR person like, we'll call them that for the hearing today. Right. Right. Fuck EA. Hopkins compare loot boxes to other products such as Kinder Eggs, a chocolate treat with a toy in the center, and hatching are illegal in America, so... Wait, are they really? Loot should be too. Yeah, yeah, uh, Kinder Eggs are illegal because they have a toy in the middle, and uh, hungry fat Americans would just eat, like... Choking hazards! And choke on the toys in the middle. Oh my god, it's such an American thing. Uh, Yeah, I wish I was kidding. We, We sell them in friggin' movie theaters here. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, about that comparison that they made is that, like, the difference is, is that you're paying for that toy, and sure, it's a guess what you want toy, but you're not paying for anything else. You didn't pay for something and then had to pay extra for the toy. You're paying for more than most for most of your games, a sixty dollar game, and then because of how certain not all our games, but certain of some of the games, they structure to where it forces some people, or at least triggers some some people's minds to be like, well, I feel like I have to do it this way. Yeah. So that they for the comparison. Plus well, with Kinder Eggs, you're getting chocolate no matter what, even though the toy yeah. sucks. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I will say, they brought Kinder Eggs back recently, but it's actually a two-piece thing where you open it up and half of it is chocolate and half of it is a toy in a, in a foil. Wow. Yeah. America's the best. I don't even know what to say to that. It's just so... <laughs> That's very American. Um... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wait, uh, yeah, this is People more like quotes. surprises, she said, to an audience that's probably gotten a million dick pics in their Twitter DMs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this more, you know, trying marketing spin on their defense for their bosses, pretty much. This is such a joke. <laughs> You didn't read this article. It says, but the comparison to Kinder, Kinder Eggs was quite ironic, given that the chocolate eggs were banned in the U.S. until recently over concerns the prizes were a choking hazard. <laughs> read the articles, dude. <laughs> oh, damn, getting called the fuck out live. What is this, I, pro wrestling? I'm just saying I admit to that every week. <laughs> I know. Thomas, you, you gotta do a shoot promo on right. Justin. This is even extra ironic because I hadn't read it until I said that and then I flipped over to the article and saw that they made my case for me. But did you read it on Reddit? Alright, no, moving I on. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, all right, moving on. 
I haven't uh, read it on Reddit or otherwise. Okay, Final Fantasy VII Remake Tifa isn't getting smaller chests, just a proper brawl. Uh, yeah. So, this comes from, uh, and I believe it originally it came from an interview from, um, what's that Japanese magazine called? Famitsu? Famitsu. Where. Only one I know of. It wasn't like translated properly, and then we finally got a proper translation from Kaijin Hunter. Oh, what a shock. A game journal website doesn't do their fucking research. Mm-hmm. Um, so in summary, Tifa was not requested to get a smaller chest, only to be given a proper garment. That said, of course, it makes sense for Tifa to wear a high-impact sports bra. Tifa fights, runs, jumps, does all sorts of shit. Uh, she didn't shave, otherwise it doesn't. Yeah. I'm trying to find the actual quoted stuff here. It's down at the end, I can read it. So the yeah, question is, uh, her bust is quite large. Was there any special consideration for that? Answer. First, we wanted her to have more defined abdominal muscles. So we leaned toward an athletic style for her design. Our ethics department had asked that we make sure that her top wasn't loose so that her chest wouldn't come off as unnatural during heavy action sequences. That's logical. So we took her simplistic upper body clothing and added black undergarments and made it a tank top so that it fits her body well resulting in a fit and sporty design. Wasn't the tank top in her original design? Actually, it, it looks like it was. Like if yeah, she's, the, it's just like... Sprites, like there's a black part underneath her top. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- it was, but, but now then, it's like, actual... But and stuff, it's not there. Like, oh. like, I just don't get like... Well, maybe I do because they're idiots, but I'm like, guys, this game's coming to PC. If you want to do Tifa nude mods and Aerith nude mods, they're gonna be there. Oh, okay. If you if like if you're that fucking thirsty, it's gonna be there. Just gotta wait. If Didn't... you want to see naked Tifa and Aerith, you could just go to Rule Thirty Four, and there's a lot of good art there. Right. Uh, th- didn't we talk about an article way back where Square was gonna crack down on the nude mods? Yeah. You can't. You can say that. You can't. You can't stop that shit. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a full Claire Claire and Ada Wong nude mod. For Resident Evil 2 on PC. You can, you know, so like, it's gonna happen. True. Uh, um, I, I, what, what are they gonna do? Like, once, once, some, once it's up there and a person gets it, that's it. It's all it takes. Can't shut down every person who has the mod. <laughs> yeah, don't. I like this article. I'm going to talk more about breasts now. So if you're uninterested or uncomfortable, stop now. But I promise it will be educational. <laughs> Okay, so I'm actually going to read this part because people are stupid. Uh, and they don't understand how boobs work. So, like I mentioned, not having proper clothing during sports can be painful and disastrous. As reported in an ESPN article, uh, the nipples on a C or D cup breast can accelerate up to 45 miles per hour in one second without a bra and do so <laughs> in a peak rate pattern. In an hour of jogging, a pair of breasts will bounce several thousand times. A third of the women, and I didn't read this before I started reading it. It might have been a mistake. A third of the women in the 2012 London Marathon survey for a study reported breast pain from exercise, and those reports increased with cup size. According to the NHS website, about 70% of women are wearing the wrong size bra, which contributes to pain experienced by exercising without proper support. This is exacerbated, that's a lot of EX words, by the limits of bra sizes as well. Uh, well, that's not that interesting, actually. Uh, Tifa would have an excruciating, another EX word, 
excruciatingly hard time finding a hug that's a small band size. I don't know what that says. Body in the real world, and I wish I knew where she shopped to get her perfectly fitted. I did reach out to comment by a bra fit specialist, but I imagine they have better things to do than fit an imaginary <laughs> video game character. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, but don't worry, guys. Tifa still has her big old bitties, but you just can't see them as easily. I mean, you couldn't even see them back then. Stupid. I'm actually way more interested in Tifa's tits than I realized. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be interested in later tonight. I mean, I just find it interesting that, like, they actually did the research and, like, made it look right. And people are still upset about that because yeah. my nudes. It doesn't, it, it, it's my waifu. You're hurting my wife. Right. Like, they did the work. It's not their fault. You don't know how boobs work. Because they never, they've never touched a boob or seen a real boob in their life. Right. Sports bras are a necessary part of physical activity. Yeah. Nerds. Speaking of physical activity, let's talk about fighting games. Uh, the yeah. The Combat uh, League is here. Earn exclusive skins and gear in a brand new seasonal mode for Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, ben, talk about it. So this is the season of blood. This is the quote-unquote ranked mode, as Thomas said. It's going to go over a course of four weeks. It actually started a couple days ago at the time of recording, June 18th. Uh, so basically, uh, it's like a typical rank mode. You, as you play, as you as you win, you rank up higher. You actually get exclusive gear, uh, exclusive costumes. And this season, this uh, it seems like they're going to be doing the seasonals, so they'll change it up. Uh, this seems under on blood, and there's a sick ass katana, red, black one that I want. Uh, so um, there's that. One of the cooler things is that uh, in uh, once, so by the end of the season. When you claim your rewards, it's not... So say if you got up to a certain level, like a pretty high level, and say you had a bad day, and you dropped all the way down, you will be rewarded the highest tier because you've reached there. It doesn't matter where you ended up, it's really how far you got. So keep fighting is what I'm saying. Don't don't give up. Um, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be only four weeks, uh, which is straight from Killer Instinct, because Killer Instinct will do the same thing where they at the end of each month, they would reset the... the it's not the same thing. But the idea is similar, where they would reset the the, uh, the, the rank list, and you can go from there. Um, that's that's really about it. Um, nothing much to go other than that. Click the whole video to see what it says. But so yeah, exclusive costumes, um, four weeks, and uh, good luck. That's I do like the idea of these like seasonal. Con- I mean, seasonal content can be hit or miss sometimes. But in a fighting game, like where it's just cosmetics, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Get, like the, it's really just for the competitive players, and they're gonna eat this up. The casual players probably won't care anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, if you want to go in there, you can get, again the idea, you know, because I mean, you can't even really use though some of this. You probably won't be able to use some of these skins in competitive mode, like ranked tournament matches, anyways. So you know, I, I might jump in there and play it. But uh, again, I, I don't know how they haven't said how long like. When the next one will be, I doubt they're going to do it every month. Like maybe who who knows? But I imagine everything's going to have a different sort of theme, and you'll get different colors, costumes based on that. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad the fact that the best thing about it is like again, where if like say you get super high ranked and you have a bad day, you're going to get the rewards based on how far you got and not where you ended up, which is super cool. Because most most ranked modes in fighting games are super are super demoralizing because. Having played Street Fighter for the past four years now, oh my god, um, <laughs> where 
you it takes forever to rank up in that game. And then all it takes is one bad night and and it's super demoralizing. Like I know it's like losing part of everything, but like, man, it sucks to lose and you lose so many points. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there's no reason to not keep playing, and even if you lose a lot, if you get to a certain point. But yeah, fight, yeah. fight. Okay, so for our last news story, we'll talk about Twitch suing streamers who flooded the artifact category with porn. Uh, so do you guys know what artifact is? Uh, is it a card game? Isn't it? Yes, yeah, so yeah. it's a card game uh, by Valve. It was supposed to be their next big, like, Dota kind of thing. It's not a mobile, is it? I looked for it when I played Legends instead. Yeah, I don't think it is. So, okay. anyways, Artifact, uh, it kind of just been shitting the bed, like, in playership and viewership on Twitch, and just Valve, it's just not been, so like, a non-starter for them, pretty much, after they spent millions on this thing. And uh, apparently, someone took uh, took advantage and started uh, creating streams for Twitch and labeling them as artifact streams. In reality, they've been uh, porn streams and memes and other fun content. And Twitch is now going to sue them, even though they don't know who they are. Uh, since so the lawsuit goes on to say Twitch who... Wait, hang on. I want to get the... Uh, okay, so because, because Twitch doesn't currently know who's actually responsible for violating the streams, the lawsuit identifies the defendants as John and Jane Doe, 1 to 100. The first defendant, Doe 1, is described as a person or entity responsible for the whole part. Uh, and then after that is uh, Doe 2 to 100, ratified, endorsed, or was otherwise involved in the acts. Complained of. And have a liability for such acts. So they're basically just suing, like, nobodies? I don't know how this works. It was the Russians. I I don't know enough about law stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big city lawyer here, but... But this is an entity trying to get money from unknown individuals. Exactly. So it's not the same thing. Because, like, if if a if a group of people sue a company, like it's you know on behalf of like a group of people in that company, the company has to pay up. But when a company is just suing anonymous, basically, there's no there's nothing to grab onto there unless their goal is to use the legal system to find out the identities of these people. I think that's what they're trying to do is as you're pursuing litigation to identify these actors. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could be able to like use those ways to like uh, gather evidence, you know, in a, in a way to get uh, the like, data of the people, like kind of cross where the streams came from, find those IP addresses, that kind of thing. Yeah. In a legal way, because you can't legally do that otherwise. Yeah, apparently it got so bad that they uh, they've had new users unable to stream. Like they stopped them from streaming <laughs> for a while. Yeah, I find this just like really fun and harmless. Honestly, <laughs> uh, it goes a little further than that. How I mean, so? it's it's offensive content. That they have no control over on their own platform. That's kind of scary when you think about it. Yeah, they they I, can just 
ban the streams. It's harmless because like it's just a, it's just some people you know doing memes and well porn's not necessarily harmless to everyone, but imagine like a group of like Nazi extremists or something took over and did this. Yeah, that's and they were flooding the platform different. with their hate speech. That could be really bad. Yeah. So it's like if you think of it that way, like this is a this is an outlet for people that they're using harmlessly, but others could do the exact same thing and mean harm. And it would still be the same solution of I don't know who these people are. How do I handle it? Actually, you know what? You're right, because I just read here that it says uh for example, a video of March twenty nineteen, the Christchurch mosque attack. Uh, copyrighted movies, television shows, racist, misogynistic videos. So yeah, it was more than just porn and memes. It was like really bad shit. Yeah, in some cases. And like they were very adamant about this. It says the defendants used automated methods to create accounts and disseminate offensive information to thwart Twitch's safety mechanisms. It's a lot of big words. It's hard to read that. At this point, um, so and anyone can come across this stuff because they're like, "Oh, artifact is streaming. I'm its biggest fan." No, <laughs> uh, <not> good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a shame. If it was just like you know, porn or like some harmless stuff, I wouldn't have mind. But yeah, like it being. Really well, nasty it, shit. It was all harmless. There's still yeah. the potential for it not to be. Like people seeing like this is a possibility and they can get away with it. It's always going to bring the worst people out. Yeah, that's, that's a shame. Like, I used to be really big on net neutrality, and the more I see the internet just like just destroy itself, <laughs> I feel like maybe we do need some regulation. Like maybe these companies, as long as they're not using it for bad, also. Maybe they should know more about the people using their services. You know, there should be tracking. Like, this kind of thing shouldn't be able to happen. We don't need a police state, but there needs to be some checks and balances. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it, it can go too far in both ways. So it's how do you regulate that? But Yeah. Uh, ben, do you have anything to add? Um, it was the Russians in the restroom with a knife. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm illiterate about this. I mean, it's uh, I agree with Justin. It's it's kind of like, well, if you do this, and you got to do this, and it's it's weird. It's it's a weird gray area that I do not have the knowledge of to fully comment on. So I'm going to be a delightful idiot to be quiet about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so let's end the show for today, Justin. Where can the people find you? They can find me if they look up Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube. Um, and if they look up Zero Score Gaming on Twitch. Uh, I have one more week of doing Mario RPG, which hopefully won't involve a lot of just random uh, game freezes next week. Because uh, I want to make some progress before Mario Maker 2 comes out and that takes over my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I decided like the week after it comes out is uh, 4th of July week. And we have the fourth off, which is a Thursday. So I think I might take the Friday off too and just do like some long, like middle of the day Mario Maker streams so that I can like, you know, play with Hedgy and stuff. Like the people that I can't normally play with because <laughs> their, uh, their times don't match up. Um, and try to get some stuff in with different people. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll see. But I might be doing some extra streams coming up. I'll, I'll find out more next week. 
Ben. Uh, Twitter.com slash MarvelZiggy, where you can find all things about me and anime titty art, as I said earlier. <laughs> um, although I think I've gotten better about that. I don't know. Y'all tell me. Twitter's fucking broken. I never know when y'all are tweeting at all, because I get shit from like 7, 15 hours ago for some fucking reason. I've been um, seeing a lot of Tifa ludes. I don't know if they're you or not. It's probably me liking shit, honestly. <laughs> um, but Twitter's just flooded with that shit right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I'm working on that Chun-Li, why I want, why my candidacy for Chun-Li in Smash, I am working on that. Um, I'm capturing footage, I just captured footage for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate stuff. I didn't talk about it because there's not much to talk about. Uh, so there's that. You just gotta capture some Alpha 2 and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo stuff, and then I can maybe, I don't know, I probably won't write a script because I'm too lazy for that. Probably just ad-lib it because I don't want to put that much effort into something I'm not gonna get paid for. <laughs> um, so, uh... You like two slots left. You better hurry. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's fine. Whatever. Um, as long as it comes out before the end of the year, I think I'm okay. It'll come out by the end of August, I guess. Maybe sooner. That's just my ultimate goal in case I get super lazy. But yeah, Twitter.com. It's marvelous, Iggy. You know you're in the right place when you see Panzer the Group hype, man. I changed it specifically for you, Thomas, because now you get bothered by it. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's it for me. You can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. Also, I'm on Twitch, Kane Play Stuff. And you can email me, Thomas at charshot.com, if you have a question for the show. And until then, guys, enjoy your games. Uh.